Hello and welcome to HIP Biz. My name is Damien and in this series I explore how people have created a business they love, what success looks like to them and how they have found themselves along the way. To find out more, please visit our website at beyourbusiness.co.uk and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Today I'm with Michael Wooten, uh, owner of Judge's Bakery, originally founded in 1826. Michael is a born and bred um, Hastings uh, man. Um, he started baking or getting into baking when he was doing his paper round at school and he was asked to sort the bread. Um, he then went on to do his A-levels and didn't know what to do so he um, saw an apprenticeship at the bakery which he decided to go for. He's now been baking for 30 years, and nine years ago he bought Judge's Bakery. Um, he's described falling out of love with baking, or the baking that he was seeing being done around, and decided that he wanted to do it properly. And now he's got his own place, he gets to do things his way. Uh, so Michael, lovely to meet you. And nice to meet you too. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, so tell us about how it, how it began with, with you. Oh, Actually, maybe tell us to begin with what Hastings kind of means to you as a place. Hastings, well, Hastings, obviously I'm born and bred. Yeah. Well, I say obviously, but I am born and bred, lived here all my life. Um, know all the schools, know a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and I've just been very passionate about the town. Um, yeah. And since I've moved to the old town with the business, it's um, really hit home what a... <laughs> what a community this is really. Yeah. It's almost like a little um, village really. I was speaking to Mike Biggs at the Philo oh, yeah. uh, just the other day and we were saying it really is like a village, you know, people stroll yeah. down the road, get their loaf of bread, yeah. go and get their cheese from the deli, have a chat and it's yeah. uh, tipping, tipping the cap as um, people walk to work and that, it's, yeah. it's lovely. Like is it, it. Has it always been like that? Or have, you, have, I, we, have we just started I'm to experiencing, it? or, yeah, talking from this side of the town. Um, yeah. I don't actually live in the old town. Um, I live not far away, but not in the old town. But um, I think it's uh, maybe since I've started here nine years ago, it's, it's hit home... What a community and what, what actually does go on in the town. I get sort of heavily involved in the seafood and wine festivals yeah. and not on the beach and a lot of other things that go on in the town and you tend to see it more through a business eyes of when Jack in the Green comes round and yeah, yeah. bonfire and all that sort of thing and then you start to appreciate what a yeah. what a great town it is really and what, what does go on. You know, there's so much for everyone from the, yeah. the parks to the towns to the live music scene a lot of yeah. my staff play in bands and play at the weekends etc yeah. and it's quite quite unique I think yeah. compared to most towns yeah yeah I'd have to agree with you actually and that sense of community spirit is something I've really noticed since I'm since moving here um, and it's quite a privileged position I guess isn't it to be to be such a prominent business in the in the town as well. So yeah, and I, I, I'll be totally honest, I absolutely love it. I, yeah, I yeah. really do. I You've love got a big smile on your face. <laughs> nothing better than when I stand in the shop 
pop down for something and then sometimes yeah. half hour later I'm going back to do whatever I was doing because people have popped in and said, oh, hello, 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 you know, and chat, chat, chat. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's a really nice yeah, place to be. Yeah. Um, and plus, we deal with a lot of the local businesses as well around here. So, yeah. And as many people know, you know, we're, we're all independents in the old town. You know, there's no chains, although possibly one or two starting to creep in. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we're all independents. Yeah. All look out for each other. Yeah. And it, Hastings is quite, um, yeah, quite a unique place, I think. Um, what, what do you think kind of gives it that? How has that developed over time? Has it just kind of been a bit untouched by 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 the changes that have happened over the years? Um, that's a <laughs> tricky one to say. It's a tricky one. Yes, I, I don't think um, a lot of investment has ever gone into the town, yeah. um, and it's always been hit hard by the sort of the. The difficulty to get here, you know, we've got the A259, yeah. east or west, which is not the best of roads, or the A21 out. Um, yeah. All three of them options are uh, not good for a business to set up here if they want to sort of uh, yeah. serve the rest of the country. Plus, we're right at the bottom on the south coast. So yeah, yeah. I think when you don't get the business, you don't sometimes get the, yeah. you know, the money coming in. Um, however... We've got the seafront, which is uh, probably our biggest asset, really. And then I think sort of 30 years ago, seaside towns really started to, I don't know. Be cool again. Yeah, just started to change that um, vibe, really. Yeah, yeah. I think people... Stick a rock and... Yeah, it was... And people had experienced abroad and were going abroad. They left the towns, seaside towns. They went downhill from Margate to... Hastings to Great Yarmouth, Skegness, but I but I think now a lot are sort of um, changing, and uh, I think Hastings has been sort of one of the ones that's yeah. yeah stuck its head above the parapet and said you know we change first, yeah. <laughs> this is how we're doing it, um, and I think most people say they're doing doing well because of it. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people have moved rightly or wrongly, some people might say, from London. Yeah. Um, but those people have come down, they've added to the town, uh, they've added to the old town and what goes on. Um, 50 years ago, this town, or the old town, was very much predominantly from the fishing-based mm. sort of community, really. Um, and, yeah, something has to fill the void. You know, the fishermen, there's not so many there. Um, the families have slowly gone on to find work elsewhere yeah. um, and you have to fill the void and tourists I think for the old town has been you know the biggest biggest plus really yeah it's kept a lot of businesses going yeah yeah and for us we we now employ um, here in our Tenston shop for a, what some people regard a small bakery but we, we've got 28 staff now wow. which um, is a big <laughs> Yeah. It's a big asset for the town um, and for the other local businesses because they will use the pubs, the the shop on the corner, etc, etc. Yeah, yeah. et so it all sort of comes around. Yeah. Yeah, you touched on a few things there. It's very interesting. The fact that Hastings maybe hasn't had the investment that other places have had over the years. And 
it seems that maybe that's kind of preserved some of the culture and unique way of, of life down here and, and the friendliness of people, which is which is quite kind of an interesting thing. Yeah, I was um, overwhelmed when I came here first. Yeah. How I think because of where I I had worked and it was a bit more sort of um, in sterile sort of business park sites, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. And you don't get the the walking past of people, yeah. etc. Um, you know, it does slow your day down a bit here when uh, you're trying to get on and if you keep bumping into people. But it, it surprised me how many people came in, you knew their name. Yeah. They knew your name. Quite happily say hello, chat to you, talk yeah. to you. Um, and... Yeah, we're not we're not a pub either. We're a we're a shop. <laughs> we're yeah. a bakery. You know, it's the sort of thing you expect in a pub. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I feel we're sort of uh, reasonably central to the community, and it, it's nice when other people are chatting in the, the shop for ages and what. Oh, I haven't seen you for ages. You know, and chat, yeah. chat, chat. It's just a nice, lovely vibe. Yeah. And then plus for me to be able to bring out what we've made. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> is yeah. even better. And um, that that links nicely to the to the produce and what what is it about bread that that you uh, you enjoy the process and the and the product well i'll be honest i just love bread um okay cool. <laughs> always have done yeah yeah, yeah. Um, some people just yeah they just really really love bread yeah. yeah and just the i don't know there's just so many you know we have a weekly special yeah. that we sort of roll on i think um during the summer we're making over 30 different loaves a day yeah, yeah i read that which is um i don't know is, is quite a lot yeah um, my baker shout at me a little but yeah you know i think that's part of the charm that you can come in here and yeah, it's not just so. a white or a brown loaf you know it's yeah whether it's gluten-free rye loaf yeah italian batters, etc etc you know yeah. we we do it all and i love it it's it's great and plus doing it the natural way yeah the sourdough um it took a long time or it took a while to get the process everything right but Mm. now i think you know our customers they travel and that's that's my ethos if customers are prepared to travel you're you're doing something well yeah yeah and we make and it's not just the bread we make everything from scratch from our croissants pan raisins sausage rolls Curry pasties, yeah. frangipan tarts, pecan tarts, quiches. We, we just do it all, and I won't go yeah. the other way. And you were saying that was part of your ethos and part of the the thing which you were a bit disillusioned with yeah, maybe before you started? Very much so, that I think that you found... I judge a bakery on their sausage rolls, <laughs> which I think is a good... It's a good benchmark. Yeah, it is. Um, and if a bakery is prepared to make their own sausage rolls, then I think they're, yeah. you know, onto a winner really, because so many now have sadly, for many reasons, it's not just laziness for some; it's difficulty for getting staff, uh, trained staff is is such an issue in this business. Mm. But um, the sausage rolls being bought into me by other bakeries were just very much all the same so you go to all the generic named mm. larger chains and it just tastes the same straight out of the freezer yeah. and uh, baked which was is not for me you know I like to do 
whether it be the cider and apple sausage rolls, the red onion, we do a nice vegan one, and we yeah. were doing it way before Greg's. <laughs> yeah, I mean. um, Yeah, which, which, I don't know, irked a little bit when it's on the front page of The Observer, believe it or not, that Greg's are now launching and it's in town. And yeah. it's like, hold on, you know, there's people around here that have been doing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot longer. Yeah, for quite a while. <laughs> what do we have to do to get on the front page? But, yeah. yeah, that's the way the world works, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I often come in for your sausage rolls, actually. They're very good. Good. Yeah, they're <laughs> excellent. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if we judge people by the sausage rolls, then yours are... Yeah, I don't think it's a bad way to judge a bakery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and how was, um, how was the last kind of couple of years for you throughout throughout lockdown how did the business change and, and what, what it, did that do to, to the company? It was very mixed for us um, obviously we lost some of the wholesale yeah however we increased it in other places um, initially the shop was people just wanted and being a we're more than a bakery if those for those that don't know you know we yeah. are a, a retail uh, almost like a farm shop, I would say. You know, we do fruit and veg and a lot of uh, deli meats, etc., etc., and household stuff as well. But um, it's the sort of thing you can't find on the high street, and that's where that's what we aim for. If you can buy it on the high street, we don't really want to sell it in here. We yeah. want to be a little bit different. But um, we were inundated, obviously, with. Um, yeah, people wanting to buy flour, pasta, rice, yeah, yeah, <laughs> etc. Et All the staples. Um, and for us, that wasn't a problem. We could get as much flour as possible. We used Shipton Mill, and they said, "You're the sort of bakery that we like. You can have as much as you want." So we banked it up and <laughs> Great. went on to customers. Yeah. And Shipton Mills are particularly good flour? Yes, yeah, they're very good. They, they it's, do things it's mostly the, the organic. Yeah. Uh, well, all their most of their flour is organic. All the flour that we use is organic. Yeah. And um, they're they're just one of the people that like to do it, do things right. Yeah. You know, I know their names. I've been down to there. Yeah. Uh, they come here. They chat. They talk. Yeah. Um, it's not just about the selling as much as possible as quick as possible you know they work yeah. with us which yeah. is great yeah cool that's great yeah it's good important to have good suppliers as well that supply a quality product if you're going to make you know a good product yourselves yeah and we use a lot of local suppliers yeah um buster's farm uh we have their sausages and bacon and that that we sell in the shop um are they out near us uh, Selhurst. Selhurst, yeah, just by Roberts Bridge. Yeah. Um, we use Norvian Dairy for their milk, for the coffees, yeah. uh, and sell it in the shop. And like I say, you know, we try to make sure that you can't get it on the high street, really, and but something that's got to taste good and, and be yeah. good. And it is a little bit more expensive. However, I don't think people, um, people understand now. I think yeah. they, they appreciate that... Um, if they want a cheap pint of milk, they can go to the supermarket. But yeah. they want something a bit nicer, and it is nicer. Yeah. Then uh, you can come to your little independence and um, try the milk there. Yeah, be yeah. pleasantly surprised. Yeah. 
It's milk with cream on the top. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> like the old days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and was there a time when it was more difficult to have the, the quality of the produce valued by the customers? Were they, when they were comparing price more? And because you say more recently, people have kind of come to recognise the value of the product. I think um, I think I've had a lot of people. I don't know. They just genuinely appreciate what yeah. they're getting and understand, and gen just understand how it how the process works. Really, you know. Yeah. Um, my bakers are often in and out through the shop etc because the bakery's at the back of the shop yeah we bake everything on site um a lot of them see the bakers they know they work here and yeah, yeah. you know that they've got to be paid etc stuff in the shop etc yeah. and buying from a local yeah establishment wherever it is business and uh, i think it works for a lot of the pubs and restaurants around here you know that they're yeah. all, they're not like the big sort of chained microwave meals and everything's done fresh, scratch. Yeah, We've got yeah. a good standard of yeah. restaurants and pubs around here. Yeah, yeah. Great, well, really great food, I think. And you supply yeah. a lot of them? We supply quite a few, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. What time do the bakers have to start in the morning? They, to be honest... Because that was always the, the thing the that would put time. me off wanting to be a baker. <laughs> The only time we are, I don't have the world's biggest bakery. Yeah. Um, I've got eight bakers, um, which, to be honest, I could easily cut in half if I bought in frozen sausage rolls, frozen pasties, and premixes, and all that sort of thing. But um, the reason people come here, I think, is because it's freshly made and made every day yeah. from scratch. But they, because of the nature of the stuff we've got, the only time that there's no one in the bakery is between two and five in the afternoon. Otherwise, there's people in there really all wow. the time. Yeah, on their rotors, yeah, so yeah. to speak. Because um, yeah, I always, if you ever come back really late from a night out and you walk past a bakery, it doesn't matter where you are in the world. If it's a proper bakery, there'll be they'll be just starting making their bread at yeah. when, you, when you're going home Well, because we do the, the sourdoughs as well, they, yeah. you know, they're, they're 24 hours in the making. Right, um, okay. So once you've got your, yeah. basically your mother, your starter, and yeah. then you mix your dough, and then that's sort of left for six, eight hours, then you mould your bread, Prove loaves. It, prove it again. Then that goes into fridges or under covers, and then that sits there for another sort of 12, 16 hours, and then yeah, that's baked off. So it's a long old process. Process, yeah. but um, all it is is time, really. That's the yeah. biggest, the biggest factor. And for those who don't know, what's the benefit of sourdough over kind of your yeast? Product? Well, I'm no expert. However, from what I've read and understand is um, a lot of the enzymes get broken down in the sourdough because yeah. of the, the process. Um, and because it is a long process, it's basically, from how to easily describe it, it it's digesting itself. Um, 
as opposed to, um, a, I'll call it a supermarket loaf, mm -hmm. where they take the flour, they will put as much yeast in as possible, they will get it as big as possible, bake it as quick as possible, mm. and from start to finish, the whole thing is out the oven in two, three hours, yeah. where um, a lot of ours takes a lot longer than that. Yeah. So um, one, it develops flavour, and yeah. two, and so those that have um, sort of flour allergies, yeah, um, often find that sourdoughs, especially, they can digest a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. Because everything's sort of been broken down, and they don't have yeah have those issues. Because a lot of people who think they're gluten in or thought they were gluten intolerant, um, it's just because they. They're kind of intolerant of the supermarket bread, which they're oh, used that's to eating. how I understand it as well, yeah. that um, they've been eating almost like raw flour <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for yeah. many years, yeah. um, where it hasn't had the opportunity to develop and, and break down. Yeah. Um, so that's Very the big advantage. Yeah. yeah. So when I tried to make sourdough over, um, over the lockdown period, <clears throat> it just, just didn't... Just you. <laughs> You're just me, yeah, yeah, and a few million others. Um, I couldn't get it to rise. Um, I, I proved it for probably about... So I made the dough, then I let the dough prove, and then I put it in the tin, and then I let that prove. And it came up, but then when it was in the oven, it didn't, it didn't really, you know, rise massively. No, what did I do wrong? Do we do, or is it too... Just to too many things that could have come wrong. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, There's yeah. So many permutations. Yeah. It's it's one of them things. It's like cake, and anyone can make cake. Anyone can make bread. Really. Yeah. Do you know what I mean it's all yeah. edible at it's the end of the day? How um, good it is. Yeah. Um, it could be. <laughs> it could be any number of things. Yeah, combination. Yeah. Of things. Yeah. Too much yeast, not enough yeast. Gen generally. I made my own starter. Yeah. So that was quite You need to get that fun. and wait till it's bubbling. Yeah. Developed. Yeah. And a good um, tip is if you can put some of your starter in some lukewarm water and it floats on the top. Okay. Then it's ready. Okay. If it just sinks to the bottom of the water, then it just yeah. needs longer or it's been left too long. It's getting it. Okay. Just exactly right. right. So you it's quite nice an art, isn't it? Bubbly, frothy. Yeah. Thing um, years ago, when they used to make the beer, the bakers used to take the what they used to call the balm off yeah. the top from the yeast, the frothy bit, and put it in their bread to help give it a bit of lift uh. and yeast. Um, but because that was so unpredictable, mm. um, it's where the word balmy, as in his balmy because you never knew what it was quite going to do. <laughs> oh, cool. So, uh, apparently... It's always fun to, to understand yeah. where those words come from. Yeah. Yeah. They'd just take the froth off, give it to the baker. Yeah. Um, and he would use it, the sort yeah. of excess yeast, to put in his bread to yeah. sort of get it up. But, yeah. And you say you're making 30,000 loaves of white sourdough a year at the moment? Yes. Yeah. We'd, That's a lot. Yeah, we do. There's... Um, an unbelievable demand yeah. for it. Um, one for our shops, two for the wholesale. Yeah. We used to have a woman that come from Rye um, every every other day to get a loaf because she just likes our white sourdough. Yeah. Um, and that 
obviously it's music to mine. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah, is, yeah. But, it, but yeah. it's a nice feeling as well, you know, when people want to travel and uh, get something and uh, it makes the best toast in the world. It, it does. It really does. Yeah. You, you just cannot. And it can hold scrambled eggs so well. It does. <laughs> it's completely different to, <laughs> yeah. to the bread I used to use, yeah. Although when we... I, when we first started making it, I, I like it with a big, big open structure that yeah, holds. Yeah, me too, yeah. However, was, we had a customer come back and uh, he said, I'm not liking this. He said, uh, my yeah. baked beans keep falling through the holes, he said, when I make okay. it, do it. <laughs> can, can we make it <laughs> a so slightly tied, tighter? Did you tighten it up for him? And not just for him, but a few people. I, I did yeah. sort of make it a bit more... Um, I don't know, to suit more people than yeah. some people. But yes, if I was making it for myself, it would have the biggest open holes. Maybe you could ever. have a, but, uh, a big hole in a small hole. It's not very practical to uh, put your butter and <laughs> yeah. marmalade, etc., or whatever. Yeah. And then just a bit more about the history of of the place. Do you know much about you know the beginnings of the bakery and the people who've owned it? Because you said you're... A, Use the word custodian before we started. And what do you know? What another question to throw at you? Do you know what number custodian you are? <laughs> uh, good question, actually. I don't know the answer to that, but mm. I know that it was actually judges' people up till about I think it's about 1950 ish. Okay, it's quite recently, yeah. Yeah, were well, the last sort of judges. Um, are there any more? Sorts. Are there any judges left in the town? There was, or is, one. So I've been told. Yeah. Um, but sort of a bit of hearsay in, in the pub, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if they're listening to this... If they're listening can to they this... Can they get in touch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I've got... You know, sometimes people send documents to me as well, and I've got yeah. a clipping from the um, newspaper of the time saying that this was just being bought to be made into a bakery... Oh, cool. Um, yeah, in 1826. Yeah, wow. Which, uh, so you're coming up to your your second centenary then? It's, yeah, it's not long. Yeah. And this, um, the actual shop was built in 1500s. Right. And... Because I should say we're in the shop. Yes. We're, we're above the yep. shop in your <laughs> office. Yeah. Uh, and interestingly, up in one of the rooms on the beams, um, the big oak beams, it's got some carvings in there. And the beams were, they've been carbon dated, but not by me, but someone who I yeah. totally believe, trust, and he, he got them done. Um, and the beams are over a thousand years old. Oh, wow. So we assume and think that they were probably from when the Normans invaded and left their boats on the beach. That's what I was thinking, yeah. And then they took the timber. Yeah and uh, built the properties around here. Yeah, I've got a couple of beams where you can just see the faint, faint uh, carvings on the side. Really? Can you see yeah. what they are? Or are they just too faint? It looks like sort of fish, sort of dragon, serpent wow. sort of things, yeah. That's amazing. So we don't know how old that is, but the, but the Well, we're, that, that beam be is over a thousand years old. Yeah, yeah. It was carved sure the, by... Car the, how old the carving is. No, so... Yeah. That's very, it's very interesting. And has yeah. the bakery always been in this building? It yes, it was until about hundred years ago, and then the property that's attached to this was built 
at the back and then yeah. the bakery was shunted back yeah shunted back yeah but um i know talking to uh, the history house and they said that there was at one point over 13 bakeries in the old town wow. over a sort of 100 150 years ago Incredible, but isn't then it? that was i think more people just made a few loaves to sell to yeah. you know see them through the day for a few yeah, yeah, or whatever probably a house or something. So, yeah, yeah, the, they might be. And it's just on a, a very small. Yeah, not not like <laughs> not thirty thousand loaves a year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was just enough to uh, get them by and to sell a few to the fishermen, etc., and tradesmen that worked through here. Yeah, fascinating. It's, it's it's very interesting that, isn't it? Yeah, I love finding out about things like that. Yeah, it just it brings a town to life, doesn't it? That's why I love meeting local business people and talking about what they do because it just brings the town to life so much for me yeah it's really interesting yeah um maybe can we talk a little bit more about your you you going into to bread making in your career um and how that happened so you became an apprentice at a local bakery you said yes i finished my a levels and i was in a big debate of what to do whether yeah didn't really fancy university or anything and just didn't have a clue what to do. Not just, don't know, nothing. Sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I saw the apprenticeship and um, I thought, oh, I'll, I'll go and do that um, until I find myself uh, a proper job. Mm. Um, and yeah, I was baking 30 years thereafter. <laughs> Um, and just yeah, started to love it really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Got used to the early mornings. Yeah, early mornings, late nights, long days. Yeah, it's yeah. gritty. Um, I think anyone who works in the, the food industry, whether they be chefs, bakers, it's. Yeah. I don't know. On paper, there's nothing appealing about it at all. Yeah. Um, however, for me, for example. Walking into the shop on a Saturday morning at sort of 10, 11, and now restrictions have been lifted. A few more customers in the shop rather than just the, the yeah. two or the four. Um, and bringing out some, I don't know, olive and rosemary sort of sourdough that's just come out of the oven and bringing it up to the shop to go into the shelves and the customers going, oh, that smells nice, doesn't it? What yeah. do you mean? And uh, you, you walk away and you think, yeah, it does smell nice and yeah, yeah you know how good is that yeah, yeah. and that uh that side excites me yeah but uh i'll be honest i'm not baking every saturday but when i do i do you still get your <laughs> yeah i do flowery. like it but yeah. um i prefer it when the other bakers aren't there or maybe it's the other way around they prefer it when i'm not there in the bakery okay now. right yeah <laughs> have my bit of space and yeah. do what do I you bake like. at home at all i i cook yeah i don't bake in I think in lockdown I probably messed about a bit at home yeah. like everyone did, but uh, we were fortunate in lockdown that we we traded every day. You know, yeah. we do seven days a week. I think we had Christmas Day and Boxing Day off, and and that's it. That's the only days we shut. Yeah. Um. So, and in the lockdown it was just slightly condensed hours. So yeah, yeah. It was a bit. Uh, yeah, funny time. Yeah, and then so after you, you, and then it was just it was literally you were just baking for thirty years. 
and it's just kind of yeah, from one I, place where, to the where next. Where I worked, they, they had sort of coffee shops as well. Um, and so I sort of saw that side. Um, okay. And just like the whole yeah. sort of thing, really. Um, and where did your, your, your principles around bread and your ethos come from in terms of how bread should be done? And I don't it, know. Could you uh, pinpoint that? Or is I think... It, because I like bread, and then once you've tasted bread... And proper bread, you, yeah. Yeah, and you've sort well, of... Because I didn't know what proper bread was until... <laughs> I don't know, for quite a long time, because it just wasn't around. Yeah, and once you've... T- and you think, guys, you know, this is what bread should yeah, taste yeah, like, yeah. you know. It can't just be me that likes it. And then you start. You know. Yeah, and um, it's just sort of run away a bit, you know, really. Yeah. It's... Um, on, on reflection, it's probably, yeah, because people <laughs> do, do like nice bread and they do come to me. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, people are amazed when they see how much bread is in the shop on a Saturday. Yeah. Uh, when, when my wife used to come down on a Saturday to help out. She works at home, by the way, and runs yeah. the office. Right. Um, and she used to come down on a Saturday and she, why have we got all this bread? This is ridiculous. There is no way you could ever sell that. Yeah. And um, we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do, and it, it's nice, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> it still surprises me as well. Yeah. And from the croissants and panoraisins and yeah. almond croissants and that, you know, every time we sort of introduce something, well, let's do some almond croissants, and then suddenly it's just like... Flying. Yeah, and then we're... It's like a runaway train sometimes, and then yeah. you're, you're committed, yeah. and uh, people go, "There's no way you can stop doing them." You know, yeah. um, we like to do them right. You know, we make our own yeah. frangipan with real almonds. You know, flaked oh, wow. almonds on the top. It's great. Um, and yeah, do it, do it right, and people will come for them. Yeah, I think that's my anyone opening a bakery. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's working for you, definitely. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask, what's your kind of split between trade and, and retail, is it? Um, probably about 25% is 30, 30% probably is wholesale yeah. that we do. Um, and the rest is split here and uh, Tenston, yeah. our Tenston shop. But that's more coffee shop orientated in Tenston than... Yeah, but all the bread is still baked here. But everything is baked here, yeah. Yeah. And can you just tell me a little bit about... I know you've already told me a little bit, but can you tell me on the recorded version a little bit about you, how you came about purchasing the bakery, Judges? Um, <clears throat> yeah, i basically become just a little bit disillusioned with the, how it was all being done and, and yeah. changing. The whole baking world was starting to change from when the supermarkets sort of stole all the in the 90s they stole all the sort of trained bakers in the world offered them oh did they really when they set up their in-store supermarkets Ah, offered them offered them the world so to speak um and then yeah a lot of the small bakeries just couldn't compete really um there's no way any bakery can compete with a supermarket it's just not on like for like um prices anyway um so that then made the wholesalers change their sort of look on supplying bakeries. So a lot of them then sort of grew into 
supplying you with frozen sausage rolls and frozen croissants mm. and all right. things like that. Um, so bakeries tended to uh, just be buying bigger and bigger freezers. And uh, for me, it just felt a bit like you're just baking stuff off, really. You're not really a baker. Yeah. And once the supermarkets had taken all the skilled bakers, um, sort of rolling on 20 years from there, they had simplified everything. So yeah. you could get your, your cat to do it. <laughs> Basically, it was everything's pre-portioned. Yeah. The water is press a button, it's the right temperature, the right quantity. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they would pay yeah, very poor wages to reflect it because there was no skill involved. Mm. Um, there's no college, very few college courses to train bakers. Um, so I think a lot of the bakeries struggled to get them and they fell by the mm. wayside. And mm. I just thought this is, I don't know, a bit, bit sad really. Yeah, um, yeah. And I want to do it and, and do it how I want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and what I think. And me and my wife spoke about it. She said, if you think you can do it, we literally, at the time we bought this, the banks wouldn't lend us one penny because they called it high street business and no one was lending to, banks weren't lending to high street businesses because okay. of yeah. whatever reason. Um, so literally by remortgaging the house and <laughs> everything else <laughs> that you could find, sending the children out to work, etc. <laughs> we, yeah, bought this and then it was like, once you're in, you gotta make it work. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm very proud that we have made it work and we've made a very good business. We've got fantastic, I can't overstate how good the team is here. You know, yeah. they've been here for years. No one wants to leave. <laughs> he says, fingers crossed, they get on so well. And a lot of the bakers, when they came here, they didn't know how to make sourdoughs, um, how to make a lot of the things. And I think now they, they're, they appreciate what they know and they know they've got skills that um, will be with them for the rest of their lives as well. Probably very proud of the product they're making as well. Yeah, they are, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, well, great. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Not off the top of my head, no. <laughs> <laughs> I do waffle on a bit. That's all right, it's great, it's great for a, a podcast. Yeah. I don't think you do. Um, I just get a bit excited about them. Yeah, no, it's great. Yeah. It was, yeah, it's great to meet people who are passionate about what they do. Yeah, because it brings it to life, and it, and it, you know, it comes out in the product as well. Yeah, and um, I'm always like my staff. Just, I don't know. I think that's the proudest bit. The staff, really, you know. Yeah, they're you know fantastic. We have such a good rapport, and I'm not the sort of boss that says, "Oh, you're five minutes late or whatever." You know, yeah, that's, yeah. you know. It, Okay, it happens, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, but yeah. they give everything, they're here every day, and I'm not <laughs> pulling people up on things like that. Yeah. You know, um, it's just very easy, really. I yeah. Don't, which is nice. Yeah, that, you we're, don't we're, often we're, hear that from employers. No, yeah. and we, you know, we get on, I know all their partners' names, etc. Yeah. Um, they know everything about me. We play rounders in the summer and yeah. crazy golf and we all do the pram race together and yeah, yeah it's, it's just great 
Yeah, I love it. It's uh, a bit of a cliche, but it, it is a family, so to speak. You know, everyone yeah. knows each other, really. Yeah, super. Uh, well, Michael Wharton from Judges Bakery, thanks very much for talking to me about, about your business. And thank you. I'm going to go and see if I can get a loaf of sourdough before it all runs out. It's <laughs> <I'll laughs> too late, it's too late, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> this time of the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm very optimistic, aren't I? It's four o'clock. Okay, well, thanks very much, uh, Michael. Yeah, nice to meet you. Yeah, my pleasure. I hope you enjoyed this episode of HIP Biz. To find out more about creating a business you love, please visit our website at peelbusiness.co.uk.